So my dad has always taught me to know your worth. And it's a matter of for you to understand that all these skills that you are acquiring, you are building a brand. Mm. And if certain goals or roles do not even align to your brand, don't go for them. Mm. Because at times we accept roles out of desperation. You are listening to Life As We Know It, the podcast. The podcast created as a safe platform for sharing, rooted in elevating the voices and lives of our listeners out there to live a whole life unbounded. And I'm your host, Olerato. So let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to Life As We Know It, the podcast. In today's podcast, guys, I really want you to listen to this podcast from the beginning till the end. There are some parts where we use this sort of, but we do translate it into English for some parts that you can't hear, but you'll actually get to understand the flow and what we are talking about. So with my guest today, we touched on a lot of important things about life generally. We opened up the conversation just talking about her childhood memories and growing up in a household whereby it was enveloped with love and the importance of having a role model who is within the family to show you that it's also possible for you as much as it was for them to do it and be something great in life. We then dived into the topic of marriage life as a young adult and just the core values that one has in their relationship and building wealth as a couple and we closed off the conversation just talking about negotiating for yourself in corporate and making those moves that open access towards reaching your goal as a career-driven person this was the very same person that i went to when i needed some advice when coming to negotiating for myself i needed to know where should i put my bar at and she was very helpful with that regard so i do hope that you do enjoy this conversation and take something out of it I want you to first introduce yourself to my listeners out there. Just who's Nomvula? Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Nomvula Modali, and I was born and raised in the Free State. I come from a family of four. Yeah, from a mom who's a teacher and a dad who's a police officer. And I have a little sister. What was life like before before now? Mm. And what in that era would you wish that you could keep forever? Oh, wow. I was a normal child, basically. It's, and it's funny how things change because you go to school and then, you know, at high school vibes, you some people have cliques and I didn't have any cliques. I was just a normal person with normal friends. Because okay. you know, to be part of a clique, you, there are certain aspects, tick boxes that you must fulfill. Mm. But I, I guess I didn't make it because of such... You guys must <laughs> lunch at the same time. <laughs> you must lunch at the same time, do the same things on weekends. I just didn't have the time. Mm. So I was like the underdog. Yeah, that's how I see myself, an underdog. I grew up with a lot of cousins, mm. like your so many cousins. It was a full house. Full house, and it was so lovely. The one thing I loved about that, which I could keep forever, is the love. Oh. Because it was such a full house, such that I remember this one time, Nikki Kenna, Sentinel Primary School, and during that time, Dixie Bensi, and I'm like this small child, I think Nikbala like grade two then. Dixie and C, and I'm just like, yo, I don't know. I pass for Yashap, I'm like, eh, no one is coming. So I decided to walk myself to the text ring. As I walked off, my entire family was looking for me. Wow. So it was one of those moments where I, oh, it was so beautiful. Because the love, man, everyone was looking for me. Uh, so it was an intense thing, but it was, it was so great. So, so I want to ask you, who in that era actually modeled the kind of life that you wanted to live? Ooh, 
Oh my gosh. So I come from a family. With such a big family. Who? Yo. Growing up, my 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 parent, my mom has a uh, cousin who's my aunt, and she is one of those people for me who modeled everything. Who? My aunt, Your so aunt. from my mom's side. Sure. So my aunt, because now growing up, I, I think I've always had a bit of confidence. So because I was like, I'm not gonna do any of those things. I just felt that it's not for me. Mm, you so, knew it then. Yeah, I knew it then that ah, you know what, this is not for me. And then they would always speak about my aunt, mm. who's this educated, humble woman. What does she do? She's an um, environmental health practitioner. So she was that then? Yes. Wow. And now Quite I think she's a, well. I think now she's a chief environmental health officer. Shh. So she's one of those pe- people like, who's very educated, degrees upon degrees upon degrees. Wow. But when you meet her, she's so humble. Mm. She's mm. so humble. So I have always looked up t- to her because I was like, oh, I want that. And she was like, want more. You know, for as much as you feel, I am the limit, whatever, no, always want more. Yeah. So she's one of those people like, oh man, academically, she, I've always looked up to her because I felt like, yo, that woman is educated. Mm. But yet the humbleness is what sticks out because most people who are educated, you know, I always laugh when, when I go back home where I, let's say, or there's something happening just because I don't want to be one of those people who told you, uh, you know, let's not do things until uh, she gets here. So for me, it's one of those things that she, like, yo, my old year, she's so humble. Wow. Like if there's a funeral or whatever, she's in it. Manicure, jellish, whatever, she's in it. She, she's so normal. Mm. Bec- so I love the fact that she realizes that when you're around your own people on the same level with you, you can do uh, all the funny stuff. But if only back home or with your p- other people, don't put so much pressure on others. Mm. Oh man, my aunt is. Oh, oh that's nice. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> nice. What I like also about that story is that you know how I think a lot of people back then didn't know that there were so many options out there. Yeah. And to think that she's one of those people who pierced it through. Oh man. Usually, a lot of kids who've made it in life, they've seen like that one person who pierced it through. Yeah. Amongst all odds, and yeah. became something that was not normal. Yes, and, and I think happen, the weirdness is that most people will tell you who have always loved opera. I didn't have to look far because <laughs> I get the opera. How how did she even get there? So for me, I was like, oh my gosh, this aunt. Because how to give you or something, you'd see her. How to give whatever. All family events, you'd see her, but never get that closeness. fully. So the moment I was like, oh my gosh. That is beautiful. You see the need of having those figures, though. Yeah. yeah. And for me, happy from my mom's side of the family, not everyone went to varsity and all these things. Mm. So for me, it was important for me to just push academically to say, I want to show my own little sister to say, you can do this. Yeah. I give out but to, like, especially for her to look further, for an example, whereby it's still, it's within the household. Mm. When it's within, you know that it's touchable. It's possible for me exactly, too, right? Exactly, exactly. When it's so far, you think, no, it's only for them. It's they only for them. It. You can't do it. Yeah. So for me, that's like getting, every time I push, I'm just like, you know what, my little sister can see this because I keep saying her, you know, I even put her in my prayers to say, Lord, this girl guide and protect her she's 15 she turned 15 actually (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like i don't want you to grow but i'm like it's part of life yeah so it's it's one of those things that i just want to show her that it's possible for her to dream beyond 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 beyond. so i want us to dive deep into the conversations then 
today's theme is all about young marriage, financial freedom, yeah, and nice. all that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you got married three years ago. Yes, I did. How has ma- marriage life been like for you? Oh, wow. It's such a journey. Is you it? know, even this morning, I sent my husband a, a small video clip. You know, iPhone will remind you to say memories from three years ago or whatever. But I'm sure it feels like yesterday, yeah? It does because you're still learning to navigate this thing. Mm. You can't really say, I know what it's about. I know how to go about and doing this thing. It's You can't put it into one sentence. Mm. But for me, I think what made it not easier, but my husband and I met when we're in in varsity. Mm. So, you know, you get to varsity first year and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to study. I'm not going to look at any boys. I'm just going to push. And then, you know, different people would come seniors because you only fresh, like, oh, fresh meat. Yeah, fresh <laughs> meat, all these things. Yeah. But for as much as different people were approaching me, I was like, nah, nah, I just want to push. And I met him towards the end of my first year. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, there's something about this guy. Mm. Because Varsity, I used to wear top jeans, sneakers all every day. I never did like these girly, girly stuff, eyebrows yeah. and makeup eyeliner never i was just a normal person so for me for him to see me in my simplest form wow that's what stood out Mm. so we met end of first year and then yeah we started dating second year so for me was he your friend before that yeah so so towards the end of the first year we were just getting to know each other and just being friends and stuff and the interesting stuff like i would go maybe to a calculus class when i get back or maybe I'm going to another class. He will take my books to put them in my room. Mm. Or maybe I'm running around. He'll bring me bananas. This one time he bought me a banana. Oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> that is so nice. So for me, it's one. It's he was a simple guy. Mm. And what I loved was that don't come utlun chama chama because I'm gonna be hooked and then I realize, oh, that's actually not true. You just yeah. try using your tactics. Yeah. So I was like, he was a normal guy. So that's what I appreciated about him. And in marriage, I think even financially sharing with him is it, it was it was an easy transition because we met each other Rasna Nicks. Mm. Well we're still sharing pocket money like because mm. he was a day scholar I used to stay at Rez. And if it's Ushata Chalita takes I'll be like, no man, I've got money, let's go do this. Or let's go to a date, gaming wherever. So those simple things I appreciated. So even in marriage, money has never been such a big thing to say my one rand, your two rand. It's more like we see everything in one bucket. Mm. So if it's in one bucket, it's no longer yours, it's ours. Yeah. So yeah, the transition has been, it hasn't been that terrible or whatever financially. We're still learning to navigate, but it's a, it's a beautiful friendship that we have. Uh, it's yeah, a, it's when it started as friendship, it's yeah. easier to navigate it. Actually. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's beautiful. I've, I've enjoyed it. I can't complain. And I remember even, you know, <laughs> my mom is so funny. I remember when I when we got married, um, my mom was like, you know what, no, well, I'm not going to give you this big speech about she was like, you and Khotazo met wherever you met, varsity and stuff. But for as much as you met a while ago, whatever you guys have been doing, keep doing it because mm-hmm. I don't know what has kept you guys together. Yeah. So she said, I'm not going to tell you whatever he's loved you for who you are so whatever you are you've been doing together mm. keep doing it so that's the best thing that my mom could have said to me because 
most times people so many people give you advice and you try to bring in other people's advices into your home when the baba confused yourself yeah so it's all about the simplicity and always keeping the conversation open but for as much as i'm saying it's a beautiful transition in friendship as well i remember after got getting married because it was this big hype like okay we're getting married okay now day wedding day one, wedding day two. okay now i'm staying with the in-laws for a week or so and then now it's honeymoon vibes and then it's like okay now we're living together mm-hmm. it's like oh okay boom boom bam everything. yeah so for me it was like okay what uh we are married now i'm now your wife what do wives do <laughs> I, w- i was very conflicted because i'm like uh, what do wives do and he was like because for now I'm, i'm one of those people I, i always feel if something is bothering you i must tell you mm. so i was like i'm so confused i don't know what wives do what do you expect from me mm. and we had to sit down he was like chat, yeah. because no one tells you about it that it hits you like okay now it's happening mm. we're no longer planning the wedding mm. it's just you and i in this thing so it's a matter of like oh okay what do wives do mm. what does a husband do and we sat down and we discussed it and i was like okay cool now i feel better because i was, maybe i thought he's going to expect me to do things now and mm. i don't know but the the conversation was pretty smooth so that was what made me be even more comfortable in my marriage mm. than before mm. but so, were there any demands that you were faced with that you were not really ready for i mean no. there's a lot that you are not ready for but is there anything that was like so demanding No, I think for me I I keep saying as well Leanna we keep talking about the same thing to say for as much as if I can see the love that you have for your family. Yeah. I'm going to project the same amount of love. And he loves and respects my parents so mm. much. I can only do the same. Wow. I can only do the same. So for me it's one of those things that I think even when we started dating, we never had a lot of rules to say this is what you're going to do as my girlfriend this is what you're going to do as my boyfriend but we always said treat me the way you would like to be treated mm. that's the golden rule we always have because i'm saying if usarati hakibwalwena hambi don't do the same thing to me mm. so it makes it easier because i know i know like okay he loves the good things he knows what i love so i always offer the same stuff mm. and it makes him happier So when I got into a marriage I realized that there were boundaries that needed to be set. Yes. And a lot of yes. relationships with yeah. your people now changed. Yeah. What are those boundaries that you guys had to set maybe? For me it wasn't necessarily boundaries per se mm-hmm. because I remember even at work if let's say I'm busy with something I would just say okay I'll call him later when he's calling me. Mm. But now if I'm having lunch with people and he's calling I'm just like no I have to attend to my men because it's a matter of he comes first now. Before it was a matter of like okay yeah we are dating I'll call him later but now it's like he he's the king of my household he comes first so unless it's like I'm as very serious meeting and I cannot attend to him that's it but other than that if I'm going to a meeting and I know maybe we we're supposed to talk about something I just pop him a text to say hey I'm going to a meeting for until what this time we'll talk thereafter so it makes it easy and we get to plan things together Mm. And I think as well the boundaries I would say it's a matter of before you were running solo you do whatever you want with your money now it's our money oh. so even if you decide okay I want to give my That's mom yeah. 500 rand yes. it's a matter of from our pool mm-hmm. this is what my mom discussed or not even what my mom discussed it's a matter of mama 
I understand you need so and so and so or whatever this big project that's going to happen. I need to go talk to my husband about it. Thereafter, I'll get back to you. Yeah. It makes it easier in a sense that my parents can't say, yeah, no, it's a matter of we are going to talk about it. And he does the same. Mm. So it, it makes it easier to say, you know what, so-and-so, we, we need to, there's this big project coming up. It's a matter of, because we always say, take care of, let's take care of our marriage first. So with how, when we help out, we are still okay. Yeah. We can't help out and we are not okay. Yes. Because if we can help out and then we're going to be left broke, it's a mm, problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. So it's not about putting up a face. It's a matter of we need to make sure that we are okay. Yeah. Then we can help out. I always think that it's even important to cover up for your emergencies. First. Yes. Like you need to cover yes. up for things that you know are not happening right now, yeah. but in the future. So yes. that you don't have to bother people exactly. or rely on people. When exactly. they can't give you, then it becomes a problem. You know, f- with, with, with my partner, I keep saying that until I say I'm broke, mm. we are not broke. Mm. Vice versa. Wow. In a sense that we don't make plans expecting or mamang with the Let's plan with our own money. Yes. Huge differences that I've seen. His side of the family, they're very, it's a big family, but they're helping each other so much. Mm. Like if there's a funeral, they all contribute towards the funeral. If there's a whatever, they all do it. Whereby, just as, as, as an example, for my wedding, I had to put in the money for the wedding that I wanted mm. with my parents. So it was a matter of no cousin said, here's 10,000 rent for mm. a DJ. No one. I, I even I keep saying my friendships with some of my married friends have changed in a sense that after we went through the same wedding things whereby you have to... Uh, pay for makeup you pay for all these small things that you never even accounted for mm. when a friend of mine got married i was like hey here's money to pay for your makeup artist wow. because i know the stress yeah. and people assume no you don't need a helping hand yes. and for me that was like you know what one, only once you've gone through it yeah do you realize the importance thereof Mm. But before Onyala, you are thinking, no, I'm going to invite, I'm going to come to the wedding. But you never think about, okay, let me just take the phone and ask, hey, Lerato, wedding next week, whatever. How are things coming along? Is your cake paid for? Mm. Let me pay for your cake. So let nice me pay. So it's what I, it's, for me, Linyalo has taught me to help one another yeah. because I went through the struggles. I've learned a lot of good things from his family because they are, they help out a lot. For me, I remember even planning for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend was there with me and she was still studying at the time. She was like, you know what, I'm going to take a week off. I'm, I'm done with the exams. I'm going to come get the free state to and I'm going to help you with the planning. And it's one of those things. Oh, she's such a prayer warrior. She's my best friend. I've known her since grade five. It's one of those things that you know when you plan and you don't have anyone with you th- every single day? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Because I remember I had to go check out the draping. She was there. We had to go book cards and pay for them. She was there. Wow. Just trying to keep everything together, the balance. It was so important for me. Having my friend there made yeah. things so light, so, so light. Mm-hmm. And the night before, it was storming. Right? It was raining. And I was like, I wanted a garden wedding. And like we just went into the room with my best friend and my mom and my little sister. We prayed, we prayed, we prayed. The following morning, I opened the window. 
sunshine. We were talking about it on our way. We were like, sure, it's so rainy. Yeah. I wonder what is Novula going to do. In the morning, we're like, hey, what did Novula do? Yeah. <laughs> no, like we literally went into a room. We prayed, we prayed, oh. we prayed. And then everything was cleared up. Wow. It was storming. But like the power of prayer. So take me through the finance plot of planning your wedding. What? What we did, right? Mm. So the moment he proposed to me, um, I was excited. I told my mom, I was like, yay. Mm. I proposed, yada, yada. And my mom was like... Were you expecting it? No. Oh, okay. So what happened is that he was like, you know what? One does it, I want us to go relive our first date. Ah. So everything we did on our first date, uh, bowling, we, pay, we went uh, bowling in Emerald Casino. We ordered some passion fruit and lemonade. We did everything as we did in the first date and then he proposed and then he proposed and i was excited like i called my mom and i was like hey propose and my mom was like i'm happy for you but i already knew i'm like what do you mean he's like no i received the letter already oh so i was like oh so for me the respect that he has for my parents once again that's all that matters Mm. it's one of those things that for me that tells the type of man that you've got because most people most times you do things the in such a modern Western way, In such Western that way. you forget about no, you have mm. to about what's mm. going on. So for me, that I appreciated that my dad. And the following morning, I, I drove home, and my dad was very happy. I was like, "Hey, see the ring, do this," and my dad was happy, because for me, I've always told myself that even with him, I told him I was like, "Kotata, you're never gonna see my parents until you know that we're gonna get married." Yeah, and the finance part of planning the wedding. I think for me, I, I, I've always told him like, if you want to marry me. You must start saving. Please uh, put the money together. Put the money together. Put the money together, which he did. My mom was like, "Hey, we start on So you must start paying for things from the moment you saw Mahaji. How to but Matloja? Start buying the drinks. Start buying. I get with Matlanyal. Start taking up the responsibility yourself, which I enjoyed because mm. it made me appreciate to say what's taking. How do And you realize that. From that moment after Mahadi Abil Adwa, I was like, you know what? I'd rather be broke now than after the wedding. Yes. So that's when I was like, okay, let me go look for a venue for the matrimonial. Galopata la venue. Okay, let me go look for a reception area. Galopata la reception area. So I started paying for things in drips and drabs oh because nice. I was like, I don't want to be broke after the wedding. Yes. It's very painful. Mm. So that helped me, okay, because lump sum money, not everyone has the lump sum mm. chilling around. Mm. I think even as well, my, my, bridesmaids and the groomsmen made it easier for oh, me. Oh, nice. Yeah, they made it easier for me. But you Did they have to pay for their stuff? Or? Yes, they did. Oh, they nice. did. They were, yo, uh, which was what I was like, yo, I don't know what I would have done. But it made it easier for me. Mm. It was actually very, very good mm. that they did. Okay. Because they met me, yo, not even halfway. People always complain. They went all the way. Because complain. when you plan a wedding, it does not mean that you've got the money. Yeah. So it's one of those things that having that willingness, that's like getting for me from planning a wedding, I've learned that. And that's why I'm always willing to offer because some help you know the because pain. I know the pain that I had yeah. to go through. Mm. So it's one of those things that, yo, wow. I always believe in building wealth, like when you start a family and all that, to start just as you begin the whole family, to yeah. start building wealth. How intentional are you with your husband? You know what? With us, oh my gosh, we have big dreams. <laughs> I know. Because, you know what? <laughs> Let me just say this also. <laughs> ah, we have big dreams. When it came to finances, I was like, ah, I know, Vula. Because I remember when we started with our grad program, yeah. 
girl, you were already borrowing people like ten thousand. I was like, oh, the yo, brother. Yo. And I was like, girl, you must yeah. have like the finance part. Also no, to I, I have. I, I I have I have big dreams, guys. I just have big and, dreams. And, and the whole saving the whole saving habit you started with it like long time ago. I started by you know when uh, when we started the in the grad program. Mm. I had already had it in mind to say every single month I must save something, whether it's a thousand rand, but something must be put away. Sure. So I was very intentional in that. Not so aspect. many people have that. And for me, I only I was always bothered by the fact that every single month you get paid this money left over. Mm. So I would say, okay, cool, there's money left over. I'm gonna buy myself a TV. So you guys used to buy cash, not in credit. Mm-mm. So it was one of those things that let me start b- buying things now, so that later on in life mm. we don't have to start from scratch. Uh, so you guys are intentional when it comes to your finances. Yeah, we are very intentional. We have spreadsheets, Baba. For me, I'm a very visual person. I want to see the money moving in and out. Mm. And for us to account to say, okay, cool, last month, because for me, I don't mind being broke, right? But as long as I can point at something. Mm. So I'm broke, or oh, we bought a fridge. I'm broke, or oh, we bought that. Okay, that's fine. That's justifiable. But if we don't account for the money, for me, it's a bit like, mm. and can I tell you, even though he's the accountant, I'm the one doing the spreadsheets. Ah. Uh. I'm the one <laughs> handling the finance. But the household accountant is always the woman. <laughs> yes. So for me, it, I, I am the one who is always on some, okay, you know what? If I don't see the numbers, it's not making sense. Okay. So I'm very visual. So I'm the one who's always on some, okay, I'm going to do the spreadsheet this month. So I'm the one who, mm. who does the, the planning and stuff. And you always have like pockets in terms of savings. So this one is going towards that. How do we you even name that? the accounts Woo! to say this account means that. <laughs> This one means that. This means that. Uh, so that we can clearly define. Because, you know, when you go into your online banking, it just has the account number and the name, whether to say maybe it's a 32-day notice or whatever. So mm. which I'm very on some. Okay, I'm going to rename that from 32-day notice to this. Mm. So that every single month we know, okay, what's happening with that account? What's happening with this account? So I want to know, like, okay, how much interest have we received on this one? Okay, what's happening there? So I just always have to see what's happening with the numbers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important. Yo. Yeah. I think finances, like when you have your finances sorted out in a yeah. relationship, saying, everything goes smooth. I have big dreams. And it's one of those, for as much as I have big dreams, I'm just also always thinking, okay, if we have X amount saved now, hmm, we have a long way to go ne, for that big dream that we want. Mm. <laughs> so it's only, but it's always for me. It's but a you matter always of, work towards that. Yeah. You always make sure that you work towards that. Yeah. So it's one of those, even though certain things will happen that you never planned for, but it's always a matter of like, okay, this is just to distract you for now, but don't forget about the end goal. No matter how long it takes, mm. the end goal is what matters. Mm. Yeah. No, I like that about you because even the conversation that we had earlier, which I'm just now going to take <laughs> it there. <laughs> you literally are intentional with how you live your life. Like you always plan for things that you want to achieve ahead. Yeah. And that takes me to the whole part in work the work environment yeah. how you are so intentional with yeah i i, I you know your goals i'm th- i'm even thinking now that i remember even with the corporate the big corporate com- com- competitions that i entered mm. it was a matter of i'm gonna build these things i'm gonna go and join the competition whether i come out second whatever i have nothing to lose but everything to gain mm. and that has gained me yo wow i've received awards i have international nominations for it sure and and it's one of those things that i just always feel that you have nothing to lose but everything to gain 
So for as much as you've gained all these good accolades and I don't know, people, more people know you now, but it's a matter of, hmm, I need to push it a bit more. Mm. So I always tell myself, you're only as good as your last performance. Whether you did something great, whatever years ago, mm. what are you doing now? Because mm. most people are always focusing on the past and say, I have done this, I have done that. What are you doing now? Mm. So, and I think it's, it, my boldness comes mainly from my dad because my dad is always on some sexual boundaries high. Mm. Don't limit yourself. Because I remember even my dad, before I even got married, my dad was like, my daughter, I'm not telling you what to do, Right. But when you marry someone or when you meet someone, make sure that you find someone on the same level as you. Wow. And my dad was saying, if you are going to be an academic, find yourself someone in the same stream as you. Because mm. he's saying, at times, if you are educated and you are with a partner that's not educated, it's going to be hard for them to understand your dreams. Or even to compliment each other. Exactly. So I remember even when my husband and I... Um, got married a year thereafter. He was like, hey, you've always wanted a master's degree. Go mm. register. Wow. And I was like, hey, Shiane. And was, I was like, hey, you also wanted to do the CA thing. You remind each other. Let's go push. Wow. So it's one of those things for me. It showed me that there's marriage is not just about being a wife and cooking and cleaning. There's more to it. Hmm. There's more to it. So what practical steps are you putting like in place to make sure that you reach your career goals? Because you mentioned earlier the mentorship one. Yeah, so... <laughs> and how important is mentorship? You know, sometimes we over we underlook this <sighs> mentorship thing. You know, for me, being a female programmer or a coder in, in, in this male-dominated industry, I don't just want to be that. Mm. Because, you know, even when you see um, programmers at work, people are just in jeans and... You're just thinking about code all the time. Yes. So it's a matter of, yes, I'm a female. Yes, I'm black. But I want more. Mm. I want more. And that's why even I, I, I always say that I don't want to be a specialist in this field that I am in. Mm. I want to broaden my horizons and see what else, which other places that I can tap into. And I feel, especially for a female, as a programmer, you tend to speak in jargon. Mm. So mentorship helps in that regard to say okay who do you look up to even if they're not in the same industry as you what can they offer you what is it that you like about that person that they can impart into you sure. to make you a better person and that's why for me i always take bold steps to say hmm, who's that big person that i want to and i'm like okay let me take the step and ask the person to say hey do you want to mentorship mentor me and what do you need and what's the process so do not limit yourself. The only way you can say, oh, I, I, you know what, I failed, is if the person says no. Yeah. But other than that, you have nothing to lose. Yeah. You, you have nothing to lose. You know, I don't like living a life of what if. Mm. What if, no. It does, it, for me, it doesn't matter. I want to do something, whether it's a win or lose, but I've accomplished something. So yeah. Even a lose teaches you something that you didn't yes. know Yes. Oh, man. We, yo, we learned so many things from failed whether it's failed Sometimes. relationships or if it's failed projects or at a role that you applied for that you did not get. Mm. But I always feel that with mentorship and everything else, you it prepares you for the next journey. Yeah. And like, you know what I also liked was that during that time when I was applying for this big bank mm. and you helped me out in terms of negotiating for myself, yeah. 
Because honestly speaking, I was struggling. I was just that person who I'll take whatever that's there. Yeah. How are you able to negotiate for yourself, girl? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, I, I have my dad to thank for it. Like I told you earlier, I went to a, I previously went to an interview one day, uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, they were told me, telling me like, no, you are the best candidate. You got the role. They offered me a stipend of 5000 Right? Mm. And I was like, mm-mm. And my dad was like, no, know your worth. So my dad has always taught me to know your worth. And it's a matter of for you to understand that all these skills that you are acquiring, you are building a brand. Mm. And if certain goals or roles do not even align to your brand, don't go for them. Mm. Because at times we accept roles out of desperation. Yeah. Even if someone is offering you 5,000 rand, but you're like, Ish, but uh, my, because of my current situation, you're going to accept it. Yeah. But it's a matter of you went to varsity, you studied so hard, yeah. so long. When are you going to recover all those costs that Please. your parents spent on you? So it's, it's one of those things that my dad has always put me and talk, put us in a very high regard. That's uh-huh. why even with, 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 in terms of me choosing a partner, it was a matter of if my dad is here, yeah. the standard has to go up. Sure. I can't lower my standards because my dad has taught me very, very well. Wow. So it's, it's one of those things that if something is not aligned to your brand, do not lower your standards for mm. a job mm. or for any friendship or relationship that you're going to form. Yeah. There's always something for you out there. It's just a matter, even if it's going to take six months, mm. it's fine, so be it. Yeah. But it's going to, you're going to get it in yeah. the end. I think sometimes we just rush into things just by, you know what, let me take it now. What am I going to do? Exactly. But we are so fearful of the process of just, or the period of just being yes. like, without anything at that moment. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Gosh. I think also <laughs> this thing, yeah, yeah, negotiating for your your pay yeah. at work. I've seen that we as black people, mm. you've known zero. Yeah. You've known no money at yeah. all. Or you've known poor. Yeah. And anything that goes from zero to anything, yeah. it's something to you. It's something and that's why you. we are so willing to take it mm-hmm. the minute it comes. But when you are used to ten thousand as your pocket money I mean, if someone gives you pocket money at yeah, 10,000 or a salary at yeah, 10,000, that's indifferent to you. you are, like, but you know why as well? Yeah. I think we are not very transparent as black people. Transparent how? In a sense that Lerato gets a job at this big corporate. Mm. There's no Vola who has worked at this big corporate. Mm. Lerato gets the job, tells me, oh my gosh, Nomvola, I got this job. And I'm like, okay, what's the offer? No, you know, I'm, ha- I'm very happy with the offer. And even if I know they're giving you a bad offer, I don't have the guts to say, Lerato, don't take it. Sure. So we are not transparent in the sense that we don't want to help each other out. Ah, yeah. So, so people will tell you a vague answer to say, no, if you have uh, this type of qualification, you should be expecting X amount of money. Mm. But it's a matter of what is, they give you boundaries between this much and this much. No one gives mm. you a true figure. So there's no transparency because you always feel if I tell you, she's going to estimate how much I'm earning. Mm. It's not about that. It's you a matter of let's said, help each other yes, out. Yes, yes, Let's yes. help each other out. Someone once said like, we like treating our salary or paycheck as private parts. They're not. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Sharing is helping someone who could be robbed. Exactly. Off. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I feel we are struggling to understand because no one gives you a true figure or to say, you know what? Because for me, I would appreciate if, let's say, I am applying for a job at a certain corporate and someone can say, you know what? The team that you're going to join, the people are very mean. <laughs> yeah. 
then you can make it a choice to say I'm going to accept it but I'll see when I get there yeah. because for me that's I'm saying my boldness as well I I applied for roles and people were like oh that team never works out that team this and this and that and I'm like I'm going to go and see because mm. it's a matter of someone has prepared me but I want to make the conclusion myself because yes. I, I I truly believe in teaching people how to treat you so if you know that you don't want to be treated a certain way, you tell people that mm. you can do X, Y, Z to others, not to non-vote. Okay. So it's, it's one of those things, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's not about you being aggressive. You are being assertive in what you want. And that's where I feel we need to understand the difference between aggression and assertiveness. Because with assertiveness, you're confident that I'm not going to do X, Y, Z. But if so, so and so is willing to do it, it's so, so be it. Mm. And there's nothing wrong. And that's why we can have different experiences of the Ex- same place of the, at the same place and the same person mm-hmm. yeah yeah so what are your advice to people who are starting off that corporate like i mean <sighs> you are nervous this is your first job <laughs> you need to just take it you know for me and i think that's what i loved my my previous uh, manager for when 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 i started as grad mm-hmm. he used to say you know what you are a grad this is for your year to learn. Mm-hmm. So you can make as many mistakes as you, you possibly can. Don't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. And then if a year later on after being a grad, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm still messing up. You didn't allow yourself to be a grad and go to go through the process. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of if it's your first job, take it lightly. Learn as much. I always say sponge. You know, a sponge, you put it in water, it sucks out all you can. Yeah. Suck out all the information that you can. Uh, and learn as much as you can. And do not limit yourself. If people are saying, oh, this is, there's this program happening wherever, there's this training that's happening, go for it. If you make mistakes, it's your first job. It's your first job. It's your first Forgive job. Forgive yourself and Forgive move yourself on. And move on. Yeah. Forgive yourself and move on. But there's nothing that I can say to really, really prepare you for the journey. Mm. to prepare but the best thing don't get that you know at, at work there will always be politics in any role that you are in any role. but it's a matter of you have to choose what you do with the politics you either join the cliques or you just you know what i'm here to work i'm gonna do my job i'm gonna leave mm. that's it mm. i think also in that space it's so important to join the people who are movers yeah and people who dwell much in the negative oh yes oh yes because you're gonna end up hating your own job yes you and are. without even giving it a chance oh man thank you so much <laughs> for loading me up <laughs> i think it was a great conversation from the onset from when i just walked into the store oh thank my you god so much, hey. thank you so much for having me hopefully the information that i've shared will help people and you know what understand that you you love yourself, love yourself, take care of yourself so that if anyone comes in to fill in any gap, mm. they know how to fill it because mm. your standard is already high. And yeah, just to take care of yourself. Yeah, because no one, worth. yeah, know your worth because no one is going to uh, teach you any better unless you, you teach them. So know your worth and understand that you're building a brand so that, because I always say that even if you leave any corporate to go to any other one, you know, your the good work that you did will always stick around. And even, yeah. even if someone comes back and says, Lerato was so terrible, yeah. someone can say, no, you can't be talking about the Lerato that I know. That I know. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So it's all about leaving a mark wherever you have been mm. and making sure that it's always positive mm. and letting, because I always say, let your work speak for yourself. Because yeah. there are people who are good speakers, but their work ethic is very poor. Yeah. 
to make sure that you're not just a, a talker, but sh- your work speaks for itself yeah. as well. And on that note, you're humble enough to learn. Exactly. And not so arrogant and thinking oh, that you know Oh, my everything. word, yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Your degree got you the job. Mm. Now, your work ethic is going to get you the experience. Yeah. Stop going around and telling people the degrees that you've got. Those degrees put you in the corporate. But now you need to let your work speak for itself. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so <laughs> much. <laughs> it's been a great conversation with you. Hey, ah, thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. I always say that my guests are my mentors. Like there's always something that to I learn. learn from the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. Alrighty. Thank you so much, Lerato. Thank you, Nomula. <laughs> Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to find out more about us, we are on Instagram. It's life as we know it underscore podcast. And my own Instagram page, it's life with Olarato. And as always, if you like this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.